There. That's recording. That's great. How's it feel to do your first episode, Sam? Oh, it feels awesome. Gator boy. Yeah, I can't wait. You knew the nickname still. We'll figure it out. I know. By the time this comes out, we'll have a nickname. I called you. myself the Yolk Thoughts on Instagram, and I'm not too confident with that right now. <laughs> Why not? It wasn't taken, and that seemed to be the best fit at the time. Well, Yoke Thoughts and Gator Boy doesn't sound that good. No. No. I was trying to play off the Soy Boy and Yolked, you know, because Yolked Eggs and Soy, I thought they'd go together to kind of one bitch protein, one... We're not going with Soy. I know. <laughs> I know. But anyway, I got to go Gator Boy. Because it's the fight name. See, and you're fighting the Lizard King. No, not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, yeah. I will fight the Lizard King. <laughs> the prophecy's spoken. It's on his arm. <laughs> this guy's a real bitch. He doesn't know it's coming yet. He's a little taller than Sam. Sam's got no fights yet, but... I got two weeks, 13 days, Bowling Green, Kentucky... To beat the shit out of an adolescent. He's a uh, 19 at the oldest? At the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> He's got prom pictures up still. I saw um, his Facebook and I was looking and it was a recent prom picture. Like May 19th was when that was from. 2021. Oh no. It's going to be real rough <laughs> for one of you. <laughs> Guy's gonna get beat up by a grown man, or you get or... beat up by a child. <laughs> and neither's good. No, but I looked him up and he's not a uh, good wrestler, it doesn't seem. I can't find anything on that. The one video, uh, the only tape I've seen of him is he gets armbarred in about a minute and a half. Um, his gym does jujitsu two days a week, which is not enough days a week to get good at jujitsu. Mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> and you better hope he's been to all of them. <laughs> uh, they also have a belt ranking system for MMA, which is a telltale wow. sign of a bullshit place to train. <laughs> what colors do you get? Uh, there's like 12. It's like an absurd number of belts or something. You get like two a year? I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he's a black belt in MMA. <laughs> Although, Man, you cannot lose. I really can't. I can't lose to a black belt in MMA. No. That's basically saying I don't know how to fucking fight. <laughs> but we're going with the walkout, right? The boutonniere? You're going to hand him a boutonniere? Ah, uh, the face-off. The face-off? Yeah. yeah. I'm debating if I want to go in. Or a bouquet of flowers? It'll be a flower-related thing, I think. It can be purple? Lavender flowers? <laughs> I like purple. Uh, maybe a sign? I don't know. We'll debate how much I feel like going in. I feel like I'm manspreading right now. <laughs> But I'm debating the walkout song currently. Uh -huh. It's between Hot Stuff by Donna Summer mm -hmm. and Waterloo by ABBA. And I don't know which to go with. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't play it. We'll get taken off YouTube. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know those songs, you should look up those songs because they're both goofy and fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Waterloo, obviously. Napoleon, he's not going to fucking get that. Maybe he will. I don't know. He might have done like French history senior year. Could which be a was thing. Fucking recent. Yeah, could be a thing. <laughs> I mean, uh, but 
Hot Stuff by Donna Summer is in the movie The Full Monty, which is about a bunch of old British guys stripping for money. Uh, hmm. And in this fight, I'm the old guy. So I think that's kind of funny. Uh, it also just gets me very hype for some fucking reason. Does HR MMA oh, B2 fighting okay. series? Okay, oh, does B2 fighting series have any regulation yet? Like the UFC does where you can't walk out and just a G-string because if you're going to go in hard on this Waterloo like or song and everything, you're going to have to strip a little bit. And if they don't have a regulation, you can be the first guy to well, come out on a G-string. The fight shorts are pretty small. And hand him flowers. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta win. Oh, what do kids dance to at prom now? If I, if I could know the slow dance that he slow danced with his girlfriend to We need prom. to get on TikTok. Uh, no. <laughs> I do not want to get on TikTok. You want to know the dances, TikTok's the thing. I see reels, so I see it late when they're already done. But anyway, <laughs> I tried a real dance once. Do you know how hard it is to shuffle? <laughs> Just on the real, like a real level. Like, do you know how hard it is to shuffle? Spent a half hour and my knees were sore the next day. It's not how I should feel at 25. I don't know how to respond. You shouldn't have been shuffling. For shouldn't real. have been, but Rachel wasn't home for a while and I just thought I'd give it a try. So That's I, great. I was on TikTok for two days and thought I could shuffle. I'm going to just completely ignore that because <laughs> we're here to talk about human excellence and that doesn't seem like you hit it. <laughs> it you got like you could fucking shuffle. A couple strikes to find out where you hit though. But that's what we're here to talk about is human excellence. <laughs> it's a great segue to go into this. Yeah, I thought that was kind of smooth. Yeah. Um, it's about as smooth as it's going to get. That's, I mean, that's one of the reasons. I'm not going to bullshit and say that we have human excellence figured out because we don't. Uh, I don't have accolades. Fuck, I don't have a fight yet. I will in two weeks. But I believe that we're both sort of on a path trying to figure it out ourselves. And I think that that could be a helpful thing to be shared. Uh, as we go along figuring out kind of what works, what doesn't work in our respective disciplines or fields in terms of like, I like to fight, I train people to fight, all the clients that I work with are either fighters or jujitsu competitors, um, because that's what interests me. <laughs> um, and I'm going to let you talk about who you work with a little bit. Yeah, my general clientele that I work with. So, no, I, I'm more into bodybuilding now, and I've come from a background of sports and have trained in the past jiu-jitsu and have trained with you, and prior to that was training a little bit, but never have gotten into it as deep as you have just because I have always been looking for more of a team sport aspect. It's always kind of been what I've been drawn to, and just recently I've been kind of finding that it's not necessarily the team sports that I'm drawn to, it's the camaraderie that I'm drawn to. And building a community is what I'm chasing now after fitness and my philosophy on fitness and nutrition. Uh, being able to help others, being able to just have a point in your community where something I didn't have growing up, what I 
turned to was fitness, but I didn't really have anything that was consistent, such as a gym or consistent coaches or a consistent group of people I worked with. I was always traveling or trying to fit into communities within that, but it was always fitness that was the main point. And that's kind of what I'm building now is trying to build a community where it's a hub of what I didn't have for young men, really kind of disillusioned young men, people that don't really have a path where I come from. I didn't really have a great father or a figure in my life that I could turn to when I was growing up with questions and that sucks and I want to be able to have uh, answers or not even just answers, just some resource for other men that are going through that right now that don't have to go through the bullshit that I had to to progress to get to here. I mean, I think that crosses over pretty aggressively with combat sports gyms because once you go into the shit with people, you get very close with them. If you've hit someone in the face and tried to rip their arms off and choke mm-hmm. them to the near point of unconsciousness before they hopefully tap, uh, you form a bond through just like the... I don't want to call it suffering. A lot of people call it suffering. Uh, it's not... It's hard, but like, we all like it. Yeah. Suffering is something you don't like. Yeah, it's intentional <laughs> suffering. I mean, it is suffering a little bit. And that's why I liked wrestling so much when I was in high school and growing up because being able just being able to grind with other people and seeing what other people are made of because you're all going through the same shit shit and when you're in wrestling when we were up in handstands or running or just grinding at after two hours of practice yeah (laughs) and being able to do that together and know that you're all doing it and you can see who the bitch in the room is that quits all right not part of the tribe anymore but you see who actually steps up someone that's not necessarily the best at the sport or whatever activity you're doing, but they're grinding there with you. You're like, okay, at least I respect him. He's here. He's trying. And it forms a bond that it's not, you can't get that anywhere else. Like you're bonded with someone that might, and otherwise in other situations, you're not going to be able to form that community with, like you're not hanging out with them. You're not. You end up with a lot of people that otherwise wouldn't know each other. (laughs) Um, Because the gym that, I uh, train at and work at is Vision MMA in Cincinnati Um, and it's a wide range of types of people from college kids to uh, ex-convicts or criminals to construction workers, cops, CO officers to uh, college grads (laughs) (laughs) graduated I was Uh, there that's true I cheered you on no one was there for me well you took a little <laughs> but uh, just to go back to the suffering I would like to say the only time that I consider it suffering is when I'm rolling with uh, Jeremy or Marissa Pender who are the two main coaches at Vision that is a fucking nightmare because uh, they are both black belts and professional MMA fighters uh, Jeremy currently has two belts I think or just consolidated he has belts um, Could have one, eight out of three. A number of belts. And Marissa has fought uh, a lot of women that have been ranked. Uh, I don't remember what she told me she was ranked at one point in the world for her weight class, but it was shockingly high. I remember <laughs> being like, huh. 
<laughs> um, it's a good thing, Marissa. <laughs> but the the community there is really, I mean, it's great. Like you, I really haven't found it anywhere else. I've played uh, team sports. I played baseball in high school, and this is way closer than that has ever been. Um, but it's also, I think, because we're drawn to combat sports from like kickboxing, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu, and MMA, and wrestling. Because um, we're all kind of trying to figure out how good we can get at this thing uh, and see what we can do with it. And that goal is different for each person. Because um, one of my clients, for example, is uh, I believe 43. He has two kids and he's a lawyer. Um, he used to do jujitsu, and then he came back uh, to a different gym, which was our gym, um, I believe three, four months ago, and he's kind of just chasing, Quitting what can job. I do now? <laughs> he's not going to quit his job. He's a lawyer. <laughs> um, I bet he'll make more money. Ah, we should get him ready. on and we can talk him into it. <laughs> uh, he remember, he has two kids to feed. I know, that would <laughs> give him some real seven. fire to back him up to the... Fire. You gotta be okay with being homeless and also your kids being homeless. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a hard conversation, but I think we can have it. Uh, but, you know, it's uh, it's cool to see these people come in and he's just trying to figure out, like, we're working together and he's training, like, how good can I get? I'm 43 years old, what what can we do? Um, as good as you can get. 34. Probably better. Because he wasn't doing this at 34. Uh, another one of my clients, um, has been through different struggles in life and recently told me that he never used to try things because if he failed at them, he knew he was gonna suck or he sucked, but if he didn't try it, then he could just be like, yeah, man, you didn't, you don't suck, you still suck, but you're not, you didn't fail, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and the other day he said, I just wanna like push and see how far my body can go. like. I'm just, I've never found out, mm-hmm. um, which I think is an interesting perspective because that's all what we're doing. Like he's, his goal is not to compete or fight. It's just, I want to see what I can do and that's different for everybody. Yeah. Striving for human excellence still. Yeah. Just whatever excellence is on your scale, wherever you're starting and wherever that point is, if it's, I mean, everybody has somewhere to progress and if you're not progressing, then you're regressing. There is no stagnation. I mean, there just isn't no. in life. To stagnate is to also regress. I mean, that's the thing. If you are stagnating, you've already begun the process of regression. So you always want to be striving for something greater and something better. And the only way to do that is to set goals and to go beyond what you're doing now. Which yeah. You're not getting younger and you're not getting your time back. Not yet. Not yet. No. There's, well, they're working on some things. I saw. I Maybe to 2050, you could live forever. I am excited for that. I uh, want my eyesight. But I just, I don't know that I want to live, I don't know, that's a whole other day. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's always kind of, I guess that kind of branches off and that's the philosophy, philosophy of what we want to make the show and talk about is being able to share in our lives what we're striving towards because I think both of us are doing things that aren't necessarily common or what people recommend i mean these aren't i quit my job 
two weeks ago. Yeah. Flat out, just quit it and went into debt more than oh, I've ever. Quite a bit of debt. More quite than a bit college, of debt, possibly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it was either that or suffering a job that I hated and knew I hated. And I'd rather back myself up into a fire and at least try. And this is the product of that situation as well. Knowing that I have always wanted to be able to have a radio talk, something that I'm able to express, get out my personality and be able to have... This is radio? Are we live? <laughs> See, that's what I want to talk about. We can have a show. Yeah, okay. So... <laughs> we'll do but, that later. <laughs> yeah, but... Something I could express and be able to just have out there where people are able to understand my personality, my philosophy, where I'm coming from. Because if you just read what I say online or if you just know me from a passing, I come off as a little bit of a dick. And I, uh, oops, I don't know. I am be abrasive. But I like to think it's abrasive and authentic. So that hopefully will, over time, if I have enough exposure allow people to be like, ah, he's a dick, but he gives hugs. And I that's what I'm going for. Line, so no. Yeah, I know. Uh, I want to go back to one thing real quick here about kind of if you're not moving forward, you're stagnating. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was like 20 to 22. I knew uh, you then. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I believe like almost right up until the point that I started doing jujitsu. Um, I have like a memory of having the thought I think the point of life is to not feel any discomfort or have really any shitty moments and that was what I was kind of trying to do Uh, and my life was way fucking worse (laughs) it was way more shitty moments Mm -hmm. there wasn't a lot of discomfort because I wasn't chasing anything but it was just like ah what am I looking forward to? What am I, like, scared of, but in a good way? Um, mm-hmm. What's the next thing? And I, I remember my my path generally back to a form of fitness because I played sports growing up. I was the captain of my high school baseball team. I lifted in the offseason. Uh, then I went to college and had a... Uh, First year wasn't fun, <laughs> but after that, all the other years were pretty. The first year was kind of fun. I he had a roommate it. that was jacking off a lot. A decent amount, I had a point six nine GPA. Oh yeah, you were yeah. stupid. Well, I was on Lexapro and I slept eighteen hours a day, <laughs> which was kind of a problem because I yeah. wouldn't show up to classes. Um, eighteen but, hours? Oh, an absurd amount. Yeah, I got. Off I that, remember that. Yeah, and everything just went fine after I got off. I that. remember you were always tired. Mm-hmm. I was like, Sam, you want to hang out? You're like, I'm sleeping. I'm like, why? Always tired. Because I had to. <laughs> uh, and now instead of taking Lexapro, I get hit in the head. Maybe I can forget my demons. <laughs> it works. Put but, your head down. <laughs> dude, I got knee right in the face today. That wasn't. Funny. I know. Stare at feet. That's what I used to just do in football. Keep going back to this eye. You know how hard your forehead is. The human forehead's really yeah, hard. Here's the problem. You look down uh, and you get guillotined. That's how I guillotine everyone. I make them look down and then I guillotine them. You gotta stub your neck a little bit. Get that. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm pretty good. Get some bulging disc here. Guillotine. I'm not pretty good at a, pretty good at that specific technique yeah, yeah, yeah. when someone looks down and I'm better than them overall. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but anyway, basically... Came off Lexapro. I, I came <laughs> off Lexapro. 
um, I remember that I was like, hey, you're kind of hitting the phase where like, you're not young enough to stay in shape regardless of what you do. Um, That's a wise thought of you had when you were 22. I, I see I a lot younger. of 25 year olds being... No, I know. No, I was younger <laughs> and I gotta give credit to my dad here. There was one day uh, where I was about to go to sleep and I had my shirt off and he was like, huh, getting a little bit down there <laughs> about my stomach. <laughs> And that seems like that's a incredible, Daryl. Seems like a dick move, uh, but it might have put my life on a fully different trajectory. Because I got back to school after break, and I came to you, and I was like, I gotta get back in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's come full circle because now Daryl's in the gym, and he's like, What should I be taking as yeah. fitness? Now, yeah. I, now I train him, uh, uh-huh. and you know, it's he's slain out there. I mean, he's <laughs> plowing fields. If you guys don't know, I mean, Farmer Daryl just plows all day long. Oh, boy. Can't wait until <laughs> this comes out. <laughs> Skip the 21-minute uh, 21, 21 mark to whenever the fuck we get done talking about this. <laughs> but I, I wanted to point out that you were one of the people that helped me get back into being in fitness and being in shape and started the trajectory back after I got back in better shape in college. Um, I went and moved to San Francisco, and while I was there... Saw the homeless people. (laughs) No, I was in the gym, and I was working at REI at the time, which is not a place to work if you want to make enough money to live in San Francisco, even if they pay you comparatively really well. Um, You were making more than I was making here, and still couldn't afford, yeah. (laughs) Um, But basically, I was in the gym one day, and I was kind of training some of my housemates, because I knew some stuff at that point, they knew less than me. And I was like, man, I wish I could just fucking work here. That'd be cool. And then literally I looked at a guy and I was like, oh, he's a, he's a trainer. He does work here. That's a job, Sam. You should just do that job. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, let's do that job. I started doing jujitsu um, after watching Anthony Pettis, Tony Ferguson, randomly one night. That was the same card as uh, Habib and Connor. And shit really hit the fan. And something about those fights, I went... Oh, that's my life now. Uh, serendipitously, I went to college for English. <laughs> <Good word. laughs> uh, a guy that I worked with at REI um, is now a jiu-jitsu brown belt. I believe he was a purple belt then. Uh, Gary Leonard. He trains under Hamelo Mello in San Francisco, who's um, Brazilian, like straight Gracie lineage black belt. Uh, and I went to that gym, and I have not stopped <laughs> so that's just kind of my progression and I just like helping other people like yeah. hey let's fight you know Yeah. and through my own training I can help people kind of like lift and do the strength and conditioning part um, and I recently did Jeremy's strength and conditioning for his title defense mm-hmm. um, and because I understand the movements mm-hmm. so that's why I like to focus on yeah. fighters <laughs> Yeah, mine definitely comes more from injury. I guess I've always been in team sports, and it's always been about, well, even in wrestling and football, I wasn't, I was above average as far as, like, an athlete goes, but I wasn't good enough to go to college or good enough to go pro or do anything with it. But at the same time, it was, 
I was always injured. I was always doing things wrong. I was always trying to diet down and trying to do things the hard way, especially in wrestling, yeah. not eating and wearing trash bags and running. Stuff. I'm starting to eat less. I yeah, but there's a way to do it. There's a way to do it and fuel your body, and there's a way to do it and deplete and end up in the hospital where I was and end up with hormone issues and everything else. And turns out when I did steroids in college, I actually brought... He was my, a dick. I know. <laughs> but I depleted my hormones even more because steroids, when you do it, it doesn't go from if your base is 500 and you go to like 750 if you do 250 you bring yourself down from 500, your body stops making your own, so whatever dosage you do, which I was only doing 250 a week, brings your testosterone down. So I actually... 250 of what specifically? Uh, milligrams of testosterone. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to yeah, so, what was going on. Yeah, <laughs> so if you are injecting 250 uh, milligrams of testosterone and you are producing naturally 500, your natural production stops, and then you actually bring yourself down to the 250 mark, which then... Dropped my testosterone. So I had a whole it, whole load of hormone issues at the same time I was over training with CrossFit, trying to, well, when it was early on, trying to make the gains. And that was <laughs> stupid. Then it, just a whole multitude of issues culminating in the fact that here I am trying to help people get around those issues. So I don't necessarily have any... Other than bodybuilding right now, I guess, trying to progress and see where I can take my body as far as You've aesthetics. You've got very big. I'm looking at your thighs. Yeah. Again, again, leaner. Well, that's the thing. I'm losing weight. So, like, I'm trying to figure out now for as far as helping people because that's what people want. They want more or less to feel good. They want aesthetics. And they want to be able to move well, too, going into their future. Mm -hmm. So, those are three different things. Living long, performance, and aesthetics. How do you incorporate that into a program and how do you actually train for that throughout the longevity of your life and how do you get accomplish each goal? Because you can have them all, you just can't have them all at the same time. So that's kind of where I'm at now is figuring out how to bring people into a lifestyle change, bring it people into an optimization, into human excellence that encompasses all three because that's what people truly want. They want to be able to feel good, look good and live a long time, be healthy, but they don't necessarily understand the tactics, the tools, the methods, what it actually takes to get there, that it takes some periodization, that it takes different okay. focuses at the same time. And what I always tell people is like, you don't have to fully understand this to be able to do it for yourself. No. That's why I exist. Yeah. Like I, one of my uh, clients, one of my best friends uh, is a banker. Mm -hmm. I don't try and fucking bank myself. I... You know, I don't know how to hold my money. We'll uh, talk. I got some Robin Hood. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, I'm not chasing some nuts. I'm not a squirrel. <laughs> um, you know, if I need, he's a loan officer. If I need a loan, I don't write it myself. Uh, he wants to learn more how to fight and get in better shape. He can't learn that himself. No. You cannot train yourself. You can that's the thing, though. There's a time. There's a cost of time. And people forget that they're Yeah, I can time. train myself and you can train yourself yes. because we put in tons of fucking hours doing it. <laughs> well, you can do anything that you want to do, and that's where people get tied up. It's just as you progress in life, your responsibilities and your obligations get tied up. And due to that, your time is valuable. It's just like money. I mean, currency. You have to treat your time as such as a currency. So when you do something 
the cost of not doing something else is there. So it's the same thing with training. You can spend all your time getting home at night, learning about nutrition, learning about fitness, learning how to periodize your training, learning what's best for you, but now you're missing time with your kids, your wife, you're missing time with your friends, you're missing time yeah. on your own career where you could be getting ahead. And like we exist again. That's why we're here. Well, this is our job. That's what Exactly. <laughs> that's what I that's what my career is. So that's where my value comes in. So if we spend the time at night reading an article about a new form of conditioning uh, program, like Joel Jameson comes to mind, I read a lot of his stuff. Uh, or watching Tomorrow War, four out of five. Just, just so you guys know. Are we getting paid for that? No, just it's a four out of five. Right, if anybody, it's like, it's got, yeah, it's got five out of five right now. It's four out of five, just so people know. <laughs> but if we... Uh, Chris Pratt, beautiful oh, Chris guy. Pratt. He's going to be in... Um, the Jack Carr series Terminal List. It's gonna be so good. Oh, I know I just said fuck Amazon, but like no, wait. I'm very Jack Carr excited. and I'm Chris Pratt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, what the fuck was I talking about? We're talking about periodization, our jobs. You got yeah, me way off. It don't matter. We'll come back. That's what Chris Pratt does. Oops. <laughs> That's what Jack Carr does. His books are really good. Yeah. <laughs> but I just. Um, yeah. Now in term oh, I remember. Yeah, I uh, I I read the stuff at night, you know. Uh, so you don't have to because I get technically paid to. Like mm -hmm. the time that I spend doing that is what comes into like what I charge people. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's like I'm not being paid for the hour or two hours at night that I read something. It comes back around when I'm like, this is the amount of money that I am charging you because of all the time I have spent. Or sharing it on a podcast. Because when we read this shit, it comes back and we'll talk about it. We will talk about it. Only on our Patreon. Oh, shit. We'll have a <laughs> Fuck Patreon. We're, we do take donations. I have a... You can send me money. You gonna say how to? Send me money. If you if you really want to send me money, you'll figure it out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you message us on Instagram and be like, hi, I'll send you... Like, we like those girls that are uh, not the best <laughs> but still have their cash apps in their bios mm -hmm. and it'll be like cash app me at and it's like why the fuck would i do that i got a big butt you, you do have a big butt yeah. and i have a girlfriend so please hold off <laughs> that's fine but see my dms it's usually not girls it's a lot of guys i got a big butt that see my dms are always uh do you want to be an ambassador for this nutrition company that's a fucking scam and pay us. And it's like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. No. Uh, that's the other stuff you don't get to know if you don't know how to train or post fitness stuff. Constant annoying DM requests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know you grow up, you think that you're going to get the admiration of guys, the attention of girls, and it's really flip-flopped. You get a lot of attention of guys and no admiration of girls. Well... And... Yeah, my, uh, <laughs> Anna, my girlfriend, uh, we were laying in bed, and she, uh, put her hand on my stomach and said something along the lines of, you're in very good shape, but it's kind of off-putting that your stomach feels like rocks. <laughs> and How it's like, it what do you want? What do you want from me? I thought, growing up, I saw movies, this is what women wanted, they wanted rock stomach. Uh... Fuck if I know. It's tough. 
But we should probably wrap this up before we get too off track and before we let a good thing go, because we've done a pretty good job, I think. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Yeah. I Maybe. do want to beat yeah. Trevor Rickard, though. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> boy. Whatever that day. Fuck that boy. July 24th, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Don't fuck that child. Fuck that guy. <laughs> We're going to go back. That's bad. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't say it. Bowling Green, Kentucky. He's going to do it, though. B2 fighting series. I predict, as I've been putting it, a swift introduction to violence. This is what he's going to do to him. I'm not sure how it's going to happen yet. Like this. I think I might knee him. Nope. Like this. Until he crumbles. He's gone. That's what you're going to do to him. This is why I got to rein him in and we got to be done with this shit. <laughs> if you're listening to the audio, he was fisting his fucking hand that whole time. Because <laughs> that's what you're going to do to this boy. Fist his hand? No, you're not. To this adult. He's an <laughs> adult. <laughs> with the prom pictures. It not with the prom pictures. <laughs> I would just like to say one of my friends, uh, Jake Tewitt, who also fights for B2, debuted against Jamie Hamby, uh, the Buckeye Jedi, who trains himself. Uh, <laughs> and I thought that was a walkthrough. Ooh. The kid wasn't bad? Trevor Rickard. Oh, no, he's Oh, bad. okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wait, wait, it was a good fight? <laughs> No, Jake triangled him in like a minute and a half or okay. some shit. It was not a good fight. Well, what are you guys doing? Like, you just picking out high schools? Like, seeing who graduates? Being like, no, oh, Buckeye okay. Jedi has, uh, has kids. He's uh, an adult. Um, he said the weight cut. That makes really sad. Hurt him. What, he has kids? He calls himself the Buckeye Jedi, too. Yeah. I don't know. I'll fight anyone from his gym that they have. His kids? You'd fight his kids. Or 45, and honestly, possibly fucking 55. So... If y'all ever hear this, Buckeye Jedi Freestyle MMA. <laughs> I might even fight him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think he can make 45, though. Yeah. Well, we'll come up with the name. I'm going to let you guys know. Let us know how you liked it. By the time this, this is posted, there will be a Yeah, there will be a name. Let us know if it sucks. If it comes out, you watch this, and you're like, get to the end, and you're sitting there like, that's a shit name. Let, me not, let us know. We're not losing the Gator Boy part. So we can keep the gator. We might lose boy. We're not in the boys. I we have to clarify. You're the only one talking. I know, <laughs> and I feel like I have to clarify now because right. it's come out enough. Let's wrap this up. Theme song hits. All right. <laughs>